Welcome to Mountain Grace, the weekly sermon from me, John White, priest at St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Camillus, New York. Sometimes things don't go as you hope, and today was one of those days. reading from the Gospel of Luke. As Jesus and his disciples went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. My, uh, my microphone just died, so I'm sorry, Sedona. You won't be able to hear anything I say, um, which is kind of par for the course for today. So I'm a person who really likes um, routine. You know, my Sunday mornings tend to unfold the same way every week. Um, and today um, has not really worked out that way. Um, so... So I came in this morning, uh, you know, about 6.30 or so, and I usually get here, and I, I often stop at McDonald's and get like an Egg McMuffin and a coffee, and when the weather's nice, I sit out on the bench in front of the door there, and I have my coffee, and I eat my little sandwich, and, you know, it's a really nice way to start the day, and then I come in, and I kind of go over my ideas for the sermon, and get myself ready, and then Bob shows up to make the coffee. Well, anyway, none of that, it didn't really work out that way today. So I had my lovely breakfast, and I came in, and in my office there's a fish tank. There's a 10-gallon fish tank. And 10 gallons of water were on the floor. I know, right? And, and I don't know, there's no crack, it didn't fall, it's not broken. I don't know what happened exactly other than all of the water was on the floor. 
And, and so I had four fish. I had like three little tiny silver fish and like a, a, an algae eater, which is like this giant fish. It just keeps growing. Um, and, and I've had the algae eater I've, I brought with me from West Virginia. He was like seven years old. And anyway, that fish is still alive because you can't kill that fish. <laughs> and so I went to like pick him up and he like squirmed around. So I filled a bucket full of water and threw him in there. So he's in a bucket in the office. And the other three fish, I'm afraid, did not, did not make it. Um, and so then I had like go to Walmart and buy some towels to soak up all the floor and I had to roll up the rug in my office and drag it outside. All of which is prologue to say, I have no idea what sermon I was gonna to give today. Um, and I have some notes, but I left them at home. And so I don't really, I have no idea. So today has just been shot. And so the microphone breaking is really just the last straw. The last straw. Um, but I will say this, um, what little I can remember of what I wanted to talk about. Um, in these readings today, when we, we look at these stories, especially when we look at the, the story of, from Amos, and Amos is one of my very favorite prophets, um, mostly because he continually insists that he is not a prophet. He's a dresser of sycamore trees. But I had this message that God gave me, and here it is. And it's a kind of a brutal and hard truth to hear, much like what we heard this morning. And then when we have the story of Martha and Mary and Jesus coming into their home and Martha is so distracted by all of the things that she has to do to take care of all these guests that have showed up in her house. I'm assuming she invited Jesus and his friends, um, but she seems so overwhelmed by the task of getting them ready that she kind of forgets that God is in her house. And I think that's pretty easy because in both of these stories, what we're talking about is, do we see God in our midst? Do we respond to that or not? And in Amos, Amos's big complaint, his, his prophetic message is that the rulers of ancient Israel no longer saw God or paid any attention to God's presence. And so they do everything they can to take advantage of the people that they rule. And I don't know, that psalm today, that's like right out of the headlines. Take a look at that thing again. It is speaking so much to our society and leadership today that seeks its own advantage and cares nothing for those who are vulnerable or marginalized. And then we get this story of Martha who forgets to pay attention to God in her midst. And so I think the lesson here for us is, as Christian people, this is the thing we are called to do, to pay attention, to open our eyes and see the truth, to see God moving in the world and to see God's image in our neighbors to see that everyone we meet is a child of God created in God's own image and to respond to that with love. And that doesn't mean you have to be like all doughy-eyed and, and romantic feeling about everybody you meet. Not everyone you meet is going to be particularly likable. But they do have inherent dignity as children of God that we need to respect, that we need to respond to. 
And that as God's people, we aren't called into this life of faith because we're better than all those other people. But because God believes that we have the capacity to make a difference in this world. And so God has called us into people of faith and into a community of faith so that we can respond with love and pay attention to the one thing, the presence of God all around us, and to follow in the example of Jesus and to stand with all those who feel marginalized and oppressed and outside and taken advantage of so that we can all, all of us, participate in the bounteous abundance of God's creation. Amen.